98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, it is the JoJo Show. Uh, that's Rod Stewart with Maggie May. Um, listen, if uh, you're coming downtown this weekend, a lot of people I know out in the suburbs, you don't live in the city. Uh, so you come into the city. It's a special event on a weekend. You're going to come into the city. Uh, it's a big deal, right? Not so much. Okay. I just want to let you know that the four-way uh, stop intersections that they had all throughout downtown now are actually now working traffic lights. That was a surprise the other morning when I found that out. I was like, whoa, I'm not used to stopping here. I usually just blow right through that four-way stop. Uh, but now I have to stop because it's a traffic light, and that's a costly uh, fine if you ever get busted for uh, going through a traffic light. Uh, but it will make uh, the people who are uh, not used to downtown a little less hesitant. One of the things that uh, I uh, notice when I work downtown is there's a lot of people. I, I know downtown can be confusing to some, and... Um, Especially older people, like myself. Uh, but, uh, you know, when they had those four-way stops set up, people would stop at them and think, it's a traffic light, and it's going to change, and it doesn't. And I'm behind them going, you can go! You can go! Go! Don't have to do that anymore, because it'll eventually turn green. But I'm weirded out by the fact that I have to stop at certain intersections now that I never used to at four in the morning, <laughs> because... At four in the morning, hey, it's okay to blow two uh, four-way stop signs, doesn't it? No? Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, it is the uh, JoJo Show on 98.7. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids, greatest hits. This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. Uh, time for the audio vault. Sounds from around the world. I don't know where these guys are from, but uh, this young man gets pulled over by the police, and uh, he thinks it's pretty funny. Uh, the police officer does not. You know why I pulled you over today? No clue, cool, man. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. What's so funny? Oh, so what? So, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm so sorry, officer. <laughs> Do you have anything to drink today? No. No. We you don't drink, bro. Okay. Yeah. If, no. if you want to take a breathalyzer, it's fine. People don't normally think it's just funny when they get stopped by law enforcement. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. So, the reason why I stopped you is because you're going 46 through town there. It's only 35 miles an hour there. Do you have your driver's license? Uh, of course. Uh, it's in one of my pockets. Is it fine? Is it fine if I reach for one of my pockets? Yeah, that's okay. You have no weapons on you or anything? <laughs> Sorry, is there a substance that might cause people to laugh a lot? Uh, I'm just asking for a friend. Uh, speaking of the police, this is a uh, cop uh, who decided to uh, have a little uh, rendezvous with a friend of hers, if you uh, know what I'm talking about. She's a Los Angeles Sheriff's deputy. Uh, the problem was she left the radio on, and the people back at dispatch could hear what she was doing. Open mic on dispatch, too. Open mic. Just hear 95 Ocean, open mic. Oh, 95 Ocean, you have an open mic to hear, Mike. Yeah, she doesn't care. And <laughs> speaking of open mics, this guy's upset. He got kicked off of a uh, flight in Flint. Why? Well, let's find out. They didn't give us a reason until they brought us off the flight. They set us down. Finally, Flint police came over and told us we were removed because I said the word penis on board an airplane. I meant it in no derogatory issue. I mean, it's a part of the male anatomy, and it got out. And we were literally kicked off an airplane in Flint, and we had to drive. My wife had to come and get us. Yeah, and they drove to Florida because he got kicked off the flight for saying penis. Uh, listen. Uh, the flight, uh, by the way, the people on the uh, plane disagree. They thought uh, that uh, they were unruly and disruptive. Okay.
Uh, it is the JoJo Show on 98.7. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids' greatest hits. It is the uh, JoJo Show, and uh, you're going to hear my voice come in and out this morning. I can tell already that it's going to come in and out, so <laughs> I apologize. I'm not sick. I'm fine. It's just that this time of year, I, I think it's because I'm inside and all that dry, I'm breathing in all that dry air from the heater, and it's like, <laughs> it screws with my uh, throat. That's what it does. Uh, I came across this clip. This is Kyle Brandt. He works for the NFL Network. He does a show called Good Morning Football. It's a weird name for a show, isn't it? Hey, it's Good Morning Football. And uh, I can't watch his show because I'm on the air at the same time he's on the air. But uh, he went uh, and, and was very complimentary about the Detroit Lions uh, earlier this week. And so I saved this clip because he does say something in here, and I'll stop it when he says it, um, that is dead on. I've been a lifelong Detroit Lions fan, and it's dead on. Check this out. I think the Lions are a top eight NFL team right now. Hmm. I think they're the third best team in the NFC. I think they're behind Philadelphia, and I think they're behind San Francisco. I think they would beat Dallas right now if they mm. played. They are um, one incredible Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs throw away from winning six in a row. They went up against that day on Thanksgiving, the number one seed in the AFC, and were totally game. Um, there's a prejudice, maybe, and a reluctance to accept them because you see that logo and you see that color and you grew up with the Lions. I think Lions fans themselves have it. Yes, yes, we do. We don't know what to do. They're good. They're really, really good. And they're playing good as an overall team. It's not just one or two players like Megatron or Barry Sanders. They're overall good. And we're like, ah, uh, is this Lions? What am I supposed to do? Because I feel like if I get back on that bandwagon, they're going to break my heart. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about Dan Campbell, and I am not going to quote Metallica. I'm not going to do an impression. I'm not going to say the word man. He is the man. It's beyond all that. This guy was looked at as he was going to be a clown and an imbecile and a punchline and a meme, and he's going to get fired, and they're 1-6, and six and it's terrible, and hopefully he can get a, co a job coaching the linebackers somewhere for, you know, the Baltimore Ravens or who the hell knows. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see where he catches on next year, you know? Hopefully he can get a job. Like a Ravens linebackers coach. Yeah, sounds good. Sure. Sounds like Dan Camp, right? No, Lions head coach. Yeah. Lions head coach of one of the hottest teams in the league. And um, you know how hard it is? Like, he's stuck by his defensive coordinator. Yeah. yeah. And it was the worst defense in history. You'd never see him stop anybody. Did you see Dalvin Cook yesterday? Neither did I. Yep. Um, seven straight games, the Detroit Lions have not allowed a 100-yard rusher. They hit. They play. They believe. They got it all going on. And I think it starts with Dan Campbell. Not a joke. Not an impression. No reference to Master of Puppets, um, just the Master of His Domain. Dan Campbell, I'm so impressed and so proud, man. Yeah. Master of His Domain. Uh, yeah, it's uh, reluctant. I'm reluctant to, as a Lions fan to jump on board because uh, here's, what, here's, what, here's how I see this playing out. Um, <clears throat> they'll win most of the rest of their games. Maybe get, they get into the playoffs, maybe not. They just miss, maybe. And then next year, they're one of the hottest teams, and everybody's like, yeah, Lions going to be good. And uh, then they'll suck. That's what's probably going to happen. I hope not. But I'm I'm hoping for the best. It is the JoJo show. It's hard being a Lions fan, isn't it? It is. Feel good on the fifties. Nice and easy with JoJo on ninety-eight-seven FGR. I don't know if you remember uh, this scene from the uh, Grinch, uh, Jim Carrey version of the Grinch movie uh, when he eats an onion just to show how evil he is. Well, a sheriff's office in Florida is getting into holiday spirit by offering speeders a choice. They can have an onion or a ticket. Here's Colonel Luke Caputo all dressed up as the Grinch giving the speeder their choice. What do you think they took? An onion or a citation? 
I think I'm going with the onion. Ah, that's what a wise man. A wise man, that's for you. I can tell you're a smart guy. And before you think to yourself, oh, yeah, this is uh, this is just going to encourage people to go past. No, uh, the people they pulled over and given this option were going less than five miles an hour over the speed limit. If you're really, really speeding, yeah, you weren't getting an onion. Uh, it's the JoJo Show on 98.7 FGR. By the way, they weren't given the choice to eat the onion, uh, but a lot of them did. They kind of got into the Grinch spirit and they're like, all right, I was doing bad, so I got 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. If you're not cold enough this morning, and it's almost spring-like out there, um, you will be. You will be by Monday. I guarantee that. By the way, uh, the Rams and the Packers are playing Monday Night Football in Green Bay. Yeah, why do you schedule games this time of year for Green Bay? Because the TV audience loves to see warm other teams freeze. That's why Miami's going to Buffalo, and that's why the Rams are going to Green Bay, and they say it'll be four degrees at game time Monday night uh, with the wind chill. Uh, yesterday I was telling you about this website. It's kind of cute. It's called ChristmasAffairs.com. ChristmasAffairs.com. And they have a little thing where you can uh, check in and you punch in your first name and you can find out if you're naughty or nice. But they also had job openings. I thought this was weird. <laughs> but you know how they describe job openings on uh, websites and they make it sound way more important than it is? That's exactly what they're doing here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, naughty and nice... Naughty list intelligence analyst. Uh, I wonder how much this pays. I would like to do this. To maintain the naughty and nice list, the Department of Christmas Affairs oversees the world's largest and most sophisticated surveillance and intelligence gathering operation. Well, that would be what the Elf on the Shelf does, right? Uh, these days are more opportunities to indulge in naughty behavior than ever before, and naughty actors are employing increasingly sophisticated methods to attempt to hide their bad behavior. To meet these challenges, the Department of Christmas Affairs is looking for naughty list intelligence analysts to join its high-performing team. You will identify patterns of naughtiness, <laughs> draw intelligence from large data sets. Oh, yeah, Santa's data mining. Of course he is. Solve complex problems and produce high-quality advice. You'll drive investigations into potential naughty behavior. Conduct in-depth mischief research. Make shenanigans assessments. Yeah, shenanigans are always uh, tough to sort. Uh, and provide recommendations to our anti-Grinch task force. All right, let's see what other jobs they have here. Let's see one more. Current vacancies. Bad gift enforcement officer. There you go. You just go around and go, hey, it's a bad gift. Uh, every year, countless people receive terrible Christmas gifts, causing a steep decline in jolliness. Oh, yeah. They get one from me. That, that'll curb your jolliness. Uh, the DCA is responsible for monitoring and where situations warrant it, taking punitive actions against people who repeatedly give bad gifts. As bad gift enforcement officer, you'll be responsible for implementing the DCA's anti-bad gift strategic policy at the tactical level. That's, that is some good BS writing there. That is. This guy needs to write for a real uh, uh, job uh, webpage. You'll help manage the bad gift complaint inbox, following up on leads and confirming if a bad gift was indeed given and determining an appropriate and measured punishment. You must be calm under pressure as you'll often be exposed to harrowing and stressful situations as you investigate people who deliberately try to steal Christmas joy. Well, there you go. By gifting inappropriate, re-giftable, re-gifted, or unusable gifts. 
You'll be doing the people of the world a great service as the first line of defense against bad gifts. There you go. It's a fun little website somebody put together. It's uh, kind of cool. It's called ChristmasAffairs.com, run by, of course, the North Pole. Go- 7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, hi, it's Jojo Gerard. Um, yesterday, I got a, a weird uh, note uh, from a friend of mine. He said, hey, have you Googled your name lately? Because you're on a Russian website. And I'm like, what? And sure enough... I Googled it this morning, and if you scroll down there, uh, there's a uh, Russian website. Apparently, it has uh, to do with uh, my appearance on a reality show called Kitchen Nightmares back in 2012, 2011, somewhere around there. Uh, I, I was on, uh, they, they came to the town I was living in at the time, and they were uh, doing a city, I shouldn't say town, uh, and they were doing a, a piece on a local restaurant, and they asked us about the owner of the restaurant because she was kind of a public figure. And uh, so I popped up on an episode of uh, Kitchen Nightmares, and apparently uh, they have a, a must be a Kitchen Nightmares fan page in Russia because I cannot read any of this. But it does link me. The only thing that are in not in not in Cyrillic alphabet is my name, and then Kitchen Nightmares, and then for some reason it says 2007 to 2014. I don't know what that's all about, but I I'm not going to figure it out. There you go. Somebody somewhere in Russia is reading about me right now. Doubt it. Uh, it is the JoJo Show on 98. FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. For some reason, I always think of the Wicked Witch of the West when I hear that song. I'm melting, I'm melting. Uh, it is the uh, JoJo Show, and this is the home of the No Repeat Workday. Starts at 9 this morning with Sarah Sullivan. Got a special guest in the studio this morning. Uh, you guys may be familiar with him. I guess he's kind of a deal in a place called the North Pole. His name's Santa, and he's here specifically to help us uh, turn a kid around. Scare them straight, if you will. That's somebody who's on the naughty list who needs to be converted. Are you ready to go, Santa? Ho, ho, ho. I want to. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ho, ho. Hello? Hello, how are you? Here you go. Someone's on the phone for you. Whom I'm speaking with. Ho, ho, ho. No. <laughs> Get on the phone and see <laughs> Is Madeline there? Are you scared? Say hello. Hi. Hi, Madeline. How are you? Ready? It's Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho! Are you ready for Christmas? Yes. What would you like for Christmas? I think it's a lot of things. What's that? Santa's hearing's not so good. Do you know my elves? Um, no. I have a lot of elves, and you know what they do? They sing all the time, and it drives me crazy, and now I can't hear very well. So what, what was it you wanted for Christmas? I wanted a uh, new Okay. Well, Madeline, have you been a good girl? Because I'm just checking my nice and naughty list here. Yeah. I happen to know that you, you've, been, you've been talking back to Mom. No. You haven't been mean to Mom or your brother? No. Are you sure? Yeah. You know, I know all about that stuff. Ho, ho, ho. You haven't pushed your brother down and take taken his stuff, have you? No. You haven't done that? No. Okay, well, I'm going to keep you on my good list, but i got to tell you something. I'm watching, and I need you to be extra good from now until Christmas morning, okay? Okay. All right. You need to be really, really good to your mother especially. Okay. You know, you know she works really hard for you. Okay? Okay. All right. So, what's your brother's name? Christian. Christian. He's he he just doesn't know any better. He's too little. So you got to take care of him. I am. Okay. But he don't 
know what to do because he just is being bad. He's being bad? Yeah. Oh, you're dropping dime on your brother. That's not good. Has he really been bad or have you been bad? You're not projecting. I've been he's, he's been bad. Okay. Well, I'll keep an eye on both of you, okay? But I need you to do something. I need you to be really good until Christmas. And then the day after Christmas, I'll tell you what. All hell can break loose. You can go at it. Okay. Okay? Okay, bye. All right, but you need to stay good until Christmas morning. Okay. Okay? Can I talk to your mom real quick? Yeah. All right. Hello. <laughs> what, a, what a little stinker that kid is. <laughs> yes, she I'll is. tell you what, she's a handful, Mom. Yes, she is. Well, happy Christmas to all of you. Okay, you too. Uh, all right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 98.7 FGR. I love, I love that kid dropping dime on her brother. Yeah, well, he's pushing people over. Uh, Tears for Fears coming up. Also, Natalie Umbrulia on the way. This is the 98.7 FGR. Grand Rapids' greatest hits. Home of the no-repeat workday starts at 9 this morning with... 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, we had Santa on for a scared straight Santa. Now I got little Jeremy on the phone with me. He wants to talk to Santa because he wants to turn his dad in for, for being naughty. Hang on. Hang on, Jeremy. I'll get him. Just a second. Hey, Santa. Phone's for you. Ho, ho, ho. How you doing there, Jeremy? What's, your dad's naughty? Is that what you're saying? My dad is always drinking out of, like, the milk, or, milk of orange juice cartons with without putting them into a cup. Well, you're very good for letting me know that, Jeremy. That's very disgusting, especially in the wake of a triple-demic where you could get RSV. So I need you to repeat after me now. Uh, next time you see him do it, you say, Stop it! That's gross, okay? Let me hear you practice. Stop it! You're being, gro you're being gross. There you go. That'll teach him. Dad, knock it off, Dad. Really, come on. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Creative Sits. I, I kind of disagree with you, Michael. I think it does matter who's wrong and who's right. I, this is a journey into sound. The weird moral philosophy I have. It's just strange. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. Well, here's a woman who was enjoying Disneyland. She decided that she would go out to eat at a uh, high-end place. They do have those at Disney World. And uh, she ordered the Wagyu steak. Not knowing that it was going to come with a birth certificate. For the cow? So we're, we're at Morimoto's in Disney Springs and someone ordered the wacky and it comes with a certificate. Awesome. And it comes with a cow's birthday. <laughs> he's, he's, he was born in May and his name is Shino. And that's a little nose. <laughs> I don't want to know what the cow's name is. No, I just want to eat that deliciousness. Here's a guy who got kicked off a Allegiant air flight in Flint, bound for Florida, because he said something bad. They didn't give us a reason until they brought us off the flight. They set us down. Finally, Flint police came over and told us we were removed because I said the word penis on board an airplane. I meant it in no derogatory issue. I mean, it's a part of the male anatomy, and it got out, and we were literally kicked off an airplane in Flint, and we had to drive. My wife had to come and get us. Yeah, that's Jason Braun explaining why he got kicked off a flight. However, Legion Airlines would beg to differ. They said the uh, uh, him and his father-in-law were being kind of disruptive. This is a uh, police officer who accidentally left her uh, uh, two-way radio on while uh, doing something in her car. Not really sure. See if you can figure out what it is. Oh, my God, this is true. No, 
open mic, just hear like, oh, 95 Ocean, open mic. Oh, 95 Ocean, you have an open mic to hear mic. I think she's just out of breath after running. That's my... Need seven FGR Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. This is a uh, website called Charity Guide Dogs. Uh, they uh, raise and train guide dogs for people who need them, and that, my friends, is a very good thing to do. However, <laughs> they claim that they've tested Christmas music on the dogs, and have come up with the top ten favorite Christmas songs for dogs. Here's the top five for you. I wish it could be Christmas every day. It's by a band called Wizard. 6% of the dogs like that. Driving Home for Christmas by Chris Rea. 6% of the dogs like that. All I Want for Christmas is You. Mariah Carey, 6%. Oh, look, look. Look. Anybody who likes that song, dog or human, I don't like. Uh, Jingle Bells is number two at 9%. And uh, the number one song, a uh, Christmas song for dogs, Last Christmas by Wham. So clearly the dogs are not playing the game called Whamageddon. Oh, you've never played Whamageddon? Whamageddon is the avoidance of the song Last Christmas by Wham as long as you possibly can into the holiday season. I believe according to the rules, you're allowed to hear a couple seconds of it, but then you have to turn away. Quickly. Or you've been Whamageddoned and you're out. Uh, it is the JoJo Show on 98.7 FGI. Feel good on the 50s. Nice and east. With JoJo on 98.7 FGR. Uh, Kerry Smith uh, has a dog named Jazzy. It's an Australian Shepherd. And it got spooked by fireworks in his home in Texas about seven years ago in 2015. And they never found him. But Jazzy was microchipped, so they always were holding out hope. And earlier this month in Florida, animal service officers responded to a call about a dog that had been left in an abandoned hotel room. The dog was in pretty bad shape and couldn't walk. So they took her back to the shelter and cleaned her up. And soon they realized that it had a microchip. They checked it, found out her owner was in Texas, and gave him a call. When Carrie got the call that Jazzy had been found, he got on a plane to Florida. Yeah, Jazzy's a bit older now, has an advanced case of arthritis. But when she saw her owner for the first time in many years, she perked right up. In a post to social media, the social uh, the shelter described the tearful reunion and how Jazzy licked Carrie's hand and inched ever so closer to him. The staff at the shelter said they have to deal with so much heartache day in and day out. So an encounter like that makes it all worth it. If we could write a happy ending like this for every one of our animals, we would, they said. All we can do is our best to get them all seen and get them home. 